0: I would always hear uh, doors opening and closing out in in this this building. I'd hear that, I'd walk out there, and there wasn't a single door that had opened. Um, There was nothing. You'd hear footsteps out there, like people walking around in big mezzanines, and um, you'd always hear creaking, and you thought, well, maybe it's the wind. Maybe it's not. You never, never really knew what it was. What in the world did I just see? I saw this ghost pacing back and forth on this mezzanine.
1: This is the Cryptid Creatures Podcast. I am Brian, and with me, as always, is my co-host Todd. What's going on, buddy?
2: we got a different kind of show coming up today, Brian.
1: We do. I'm excited.
2: We're not going to talk about Cryptid Encounter, but we're going to talk about Paranormal and Ghost Encounters today. That's
1: right. Yep.
2: Kind of the first for us, although we've had other guys on the show that we've talked to.
1: Yeah, we've had some other paranormal stuff, but this one was pure ghost.
2: Yes, it is. Pure ghost, pure encounter. So, um... Really, really interested in see what uh, our guest Brian has to say about this tonight.
1: Yeah, me too. Let's bring him on. Yep, let's get him. Okay.
2: Brian, thanks for coming on the show and talking to us.
1: Hi. Thank you for having yeah. me. Glad to have you.
2: So, Brian, we're going to do something different on our episode tonight with you. We normally have cryptid encounters. Uh, tonight, we're going to step into the paranormal side of things a little bit and talk about some ghost encounters that you had. Is that right?
0: That is correct
2: why don't you tell uh, us uh, what happened when this when this happened what year it was in and, and all the details and uh, everything
0: sure well it, it's kind of an ongoing it started about uh, about close to twenty years now um, I had uh, started a new job at uh, a company is a manufacturing um, company and there's a, an old building and uh, I think that it was on like some old farmland a long time ago. I'm not real sure. There used to be a uh, an old white farmhouse that was along the road and where this building was placed was kind of behind it. And then I think about a year or two after I started there, they tore this old farmhouse down. And um, I always thought it was... You know, I always had in the back of my head thinking about ghosts. You know, he was thinking about that old houses, ghosts in the area. And um, there was a a guy that used to work um, in the building. And every once in a while, he'd say something about a, you know, ghost. And I thought he was just always messing around, always joking. So I never really took him serious. And this went on for quite a while. He'd say that uh, he'd see the guy um, and he was pretty descriptive of what he saw. And he said he would see him uh, usually early in the morning when it was starting to get cold out. And during the summer, he wouldn't see him a whole lot. But, you know, as you um, have those real cool mornings, as it gets into like springtime and a little bit warmer in the day, but in the mornings he would, he would just appear. And there were these big um, like catwalks and um, they would just see him up there, just pacing back and forth. And it was always this one guy always told me, uh, this story. And I was like, yeah, whatever, come on, whatever. You know, I wasn't really believing it. Um, and I would work, um, sometimes really late hours. There would be, uh, some days where, you know, I would be there, you know, at midnight or later, I'd be there all by myself. And, um, I would always hear, uh, doors opening and closing out in, in this, this building. And, Um, you, we had maintenance crews that would come in and out all the time. And I'd hear that I'd walk out there and there wasn't a single door that had opened. Um, there was nothing. And I didn't think think anything of it for the longest time, but I'd always hear that and, and always go check and always thinking, okay, why would maintenance, why would anybody be here these really late hours? And, um, you'd hear, um, uh, like footsteps out there, like people walking around in big mezzanines and, um, you always hear creaking and you thought, well, maybe it's the wind. Maybe it's not. You never, never, really knew what it was, but, uh, there was a lot of, um, just weird noises. It started out and, um, there was one day, um, uh, the this fellow that was always telling me about this ghost, um, he was and there was nobody else in the building. I think he was getting ready to leave, and um, I th- thought he was way down at the end of the building. And um, I think there was somebody else there who was getting ready to leave. I said, "Hey, is that? Um, uh, we'll call him John. Is that John over there?" He's like, "No, he's sitting right here beside you." I'm like, "What in the world did I just see?" So way down there where this guy always described um, this ghost, um, I saw this ghost pacing back and forth on this mezzanine, and I saw it as clear as day. I thought it was this this guy, um, but then I remember looking as I was looking, he had like uh, an old stove top or stovepipe hat, kind of like the old like Abraham Lincoln how everybody describes him. He had a beard, like a long trench coat, stovepipe hat. Um, I remember it as clear, as clear as day that that's what he was. And so from that time on, I'm like, all right, I truly, truly believe that, um, you know, there is a ghost here. Um, but then after that, there was even more weird, weird things that that were happening. Um, and, and really the only people that knew about this were, um, myself and, and the guy that was telling me the stories. And, um, we would uh, we would tell other people, but nobody would ever believe us um, to the point where we started. Uh, we, we would go up in this area where, where these this ghost seemed to want to hang out. I don't know why it was up there, but uh, there's a fairly big area. And um, there was there was a time when there was one person that would work up there It was a female. And she'd be up there all by herself you know, doing her thing. And she'd always have headphones on. And she always reported of feeling like somebody either standing behind her or like somebody tapping her on her shoulder. And she turned around and there was nobody ever there. So we, uh, we had some of my buddies, we actually set up uh, a table and, and like some cards and stuff to try to mess with the ghost to see if we could get it to change stuff. And we tried to set a camera up and yeah, none of that worked, but, um, there just was multiple things that kept kept happening, uh kept being reported up there. And um we were talking to the the plant manager one day, this is probably years and years and years after this, after all a lot of stuff started happening, and um he said that it would be late at night or well, later um in the afternoon when he's gonna leave, it would be dark in there and he'd be walking around and He would hear footsteps like somebody was walking behind him. Um, And he never really thought anything of it until we started talking about the ghost story. And then he really got freaked out. Um, We had uh, had an instance where there was a a big cage where we would, we would lock up like TVs and stuff that was kind of expensive. And um, they also had an area up there where guys would, unbox things and, and and kind of prep them for the next day and uh there was empty boxes uh all over the floor and one day um this guy he comes running down almost crying uh, and he comes to the plant manager and he's like i am never going up there ever again and he's like what happened he said the these were long cardboard boxes he said these cardboard boxes were picked up and just like started shooting straight into this, this cage. And, and this guy, I mean, he was, he was not messing around. He was scared to death. And, um, and after that, I think uh, that guy never went back up there, but it's in the same area where um, that, that girl used to work where, you know, he'd always, she'd always feel the, the uh, tap on her shoulder and then after that, I think that's when we told the plant manager that we had, you know, that we hasn't been ghost here for a long time. And that's when he told us our, his story of hearing them. And, um, so now that, that building has a, uh, reputation of being haunted, but, um, I haven't been at that building for quite a few years and I don't believe that there's been any more reports of anything. And there's been, you know, the guy that works there now, uh, he puts in some late hours sometimes and. Um, it's like, well, I left, he left, which is really, really weird. Maybe he liked you. Maybe. And you know, the the crazy thing is, so I had an office that wasn't like in the actual plant. It was attached to it, but I never, ever, ever had any issues with anything ever happening within the office. So, you know, Mm -hmm. all the encounters and everything happened out in the building. Up there on that
1: mezzanine, is there is yeah. there like uh, tools, saws?
0: No. No? Nope. No, there's nothing. It's just it's basically mm. a big storage area. And for some reason, when it started getting cool out, or he would early in the morning just kind of pace back and forth. Hmm. And I thought about doing a little research and on the, the area and the land and see if it, you know, what what used to be there. I'm sure it was farmland, but.
1: Yeah, that was going to be my next question. Did you ever look into that?
0: I haven't, um, I guess I don't even know where even where to start, but yeah, I like to dig into that, but I, 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 I yeah, truly be believe fun, that but... this has something to do with that old white farmhouse that was there.
1: That'd be fun to see if that's the case.
0: Yeah.
2: When you saw this
1: guy walking across the
2: mezzanine, did you see what, did he look like a clear normal person? Did was it, was a little
0: fuzzy? A no, ghost-ish? It was... what did you see? was almost it's kind of strange because it was i mean you know on tv you see you know they portray ghosts and they're like black and white and they're kind of glowing mm-hmm. that's what it, it was but it was enough of a figure that i thought it was a person um now it was probably a good maybe 20 yards away um but it was i mean i i, I it, it was clear enough that it was a person so
2: so when you're um your friend or, or the other guy that worked with you was, was talking about how he had seen it before you saw it. Did mm-hmm. he describe it to you? Uh,
0: yeah. yeah is that the same that what way you saw?
2: Yeah, exactly. Saw yeah. Described? Okay.
0: Yeah. And I thought that, you know, the time he was just messing with me, but then when I saw that, I was like, Oh man, he was right on. And he was, those guys would always start, um, you know, like say four or four 30 in the morning. So they were always there real, real early. And that's when he said he would see him real early in the morning. But uh, the day I saw him, he um, actually was probably four o'clock in the afternoon. I don't remember what time of year it was. But like when it was, uh, if it's summertime, real warm out, nothing. He just liked early morning when it was cool. I'm not sure why.
1: Maybe because, and I'm just, I'm just throwing stuff out there. Maybe because he was a farmer and that was his land and that's when he planted.
0: That's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. That makes great sense. He, uh, yeah, he was always up early maybe he was, you know, the direction that that catwalk was, it was almost like, um, at one end is where the house was. And, um, maybe he was walking to do his chores to the barn or something like that. Maybe. But, uh, yeah, where that white house. I I got
1: goosebumps. (laughs) I love this shit.
0: (laughs) And, you know, I got another story from a long time ago, back when I was in high school. Um, I don't really remember the, the details real well, but um, so I've got an older sister. She's uh, about five years older than me. And when I was, a, I think it's about a junior or senior in high school, um, she thought it would be fun um, being her and, and two other people, which I don't remember who that was. Um, we're going to go to uh, a cemetery with a Ouija board. And, um, yeah, stupid young. (laughs) That's a bad idea. That's that's (laughs) fine. Cheers. like fun. Oh, sure. Well, there's this really, 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 really old cemetery. I think it's called Jackson cemetery. Not even sure what the name is. It's not too far from uh, where I work and it is, is old. And when you, when you pull in there, there's like this, uh, this big old, huge, like metal wrought iron, like sign, and it just looks old and it's really long lane that, that you drive down to get back there. And of course we did this at, I don't know, 11 o'clock at night, you know, it was really, it had to be dark, had to be late. Right. Yeah, of course. We go out there and, you know, we're messing around with the Ouija board. And the crazy thing is I don't remember anything really happening with the Ouija board. Like, I don't know if we, you know, contact any spirits or anything like that, which I, you know, I've done the Ouija board before, like, when I was a kid in my my parents' basement, where we actually connected with somebody, and you know, and I don't know if you've ever been on a Ouija board before, but you know, it takes two people, and you always everybody always thinks the other person is, is moving it. Mm-hmm.
3: Um,
0: but you know, you always ask it questions, and it, it, it pretty much proves to you that the other person you know, doesn't know this stuff. So it's pretty crazy. But I don't remember a whole lot of anything happening when we were actually using the Ouija board at the cemetery. So for some reason. I don't know if we got spooked or just thought that, you know, it was time to leave. So we, we threw the Ouija board and everything in the, in the trunk of her car. And then we all hop in the car and we're driving down this long lane. And I remember somebody, um, somebody somewhere had said to me that, you know, when you leave a cemetery, you never look back. So of course, what do I do? Yeah. I, mean, I, <laughs> I look back because that's fun, right? That's what you yeah. do. And um, I remember seeing this, um, this light kind of glowing. I remember this, this cemetery is out literally in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing else around it. So it's dark as dark. And I remember just seeing this, this light, which I thought was kind of odd. And then almost this sense of something is following us to the point where I think my sister was driving. I'm like, uh, you need to step on and get the hell out of here. Cause you just had that weird feeling. So we drove for quite a while and we went to, uh, we stopped at, a the gas station, a really small gas station. And we pulled in there and I don't know why. I think we opened the trunk to see if the Ouija board was still there. But as soon as that trunk opened up, like every hair on my body stood up. And it's like, you almost imagine that there was these a spirit in there, a whole bunch of spirits. As soon as you open that trunk and let them go, they all just went. And uh, you just got that feeling over you. And I remember looking, looking at uh, the person who was working inside there. Um. And you just got this feeling of like this guy being almost like the devil. It was the weirdest thing I ever seen. He, I mean, he was real pale. He had black hair, um, like a vampire kind of, as kind of got that feeling. And, um, I'm like, we need to get the hell out of here. Slam that trunk and get out of here. Just praying that that nothing is still with us, and you know whatever is gone is gone, and and uh, nothing's really happened after that. It was just a weird series of events where you had all these paranormal feelings,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, yeah, I guess uh, people said I'm I'm an an empath, so you know you you can feel people's energy and you can feel things. So, you know, if you walk in a room with um, a bunch of angry people, as soon as you walk in, you feel all that you know negative energy. So, I've always been real prone to you know feeling that kind of stuff, um, and even out in that that manufacturing building, just always just feeling that something was there.
2: First of all, I want to say Ouija boards, bad news, bad news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Remember, I was young and dumb. Yeah, I would not. Yeah, we all were. Yeah. Yeah. No way.
2: I can honestly say I've seen a Ouija board. I think I've probably held a Ouija board, but I've never used a Ouija board as it's intended it to be used uh we were we had a guest on before talking about Ouija boards and uh yeah they're 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 pretty bad news um I suggest yeah. people not to mess with them they shouldn't even make these things, but I think they do and they sell them at Walmart still so yeah. do yeah.
0: yeah i I wouldn't recommend. it's it, it they're fun but um it, I don't Recommend it because you're going to open up some stuff and there's going to be some stuff coming towards you that
1: uh, is not They're a portal. Yeah. Bad news.
0: Bad
2: news. And Hasbro makes them. Right. (laughs) So do you think um, by doing that with the Ouija board, do you think that maybe drew other spiritual... Ghost type entities towards you in life. You've had, you said you've had a couple other, or maybe the one at at the at your, where you worked, or was it there before you? I don't know.
0: I don't know. Um, I think you know the older you get, the older I get, you're you more more aware of yourself. So you you maybe become more aware of those feelings and everything. I don't know if they've always been there, but um, I mean, if they were, it's not anything that I was really you know, paid attention to. Uh, I don't know if that you know the Ouija board itself had any impact on anything or maybe just uh, uh coincidence you know we we had done the Ouija board another time at a cemetery I kind know of, we were stupid, <laughs> but uh nothing nothing happened then, which was was good I was kind of disappointed honestly <laughs> it was just really weird.
2: Maybe you could take the Ouija board back to that building you were in and take it upstairs and see if you can, uh, no, don't do that.
0: I uh, do that. think that'd be a, a great podcast for you. You could do a, a Ouija board session. A Ouija board, do it live say, from there? there. No, yeah, I, don't can, get gonna, get I don't think we're Get either. you one location? You two <laughs> could do that, not
1: me.
2: Oh, <laughs> Hey, we're up for that. We're, we're, we'll do some investigations. We can get to yeah, ghosts. but not
1: with a Ouija board,
2: no. <laughs> no 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 no, not not happening, but Brian, you're a pretty spiritual guy, I think and and we've talked before about this but but, what do you think these entities and ghosts are what's your what's your theory on these things? are they people from past lives are they something else
0: absolutely um I don't know, I always say that you know they're maybe um unfinished business or you know there's uh maybe they're in purgatory um I don't know if I really know exactly what, what or why, but there, I mean, there's a, there's a reason and uh, there's a reason that they, you know, make themselves appear. Um, and sometimes, you know, if they see, you know, maybe this, this guy had um, uh, a tractor killed him or something like that. And he never got a chance to say goodbye to his um, wife or kids. So, you know, he may not even know he's dead. So pacing back and forth, maybe going from his house to the barn, you know, he thinks he's still doing that. Um, or he realizes it and thinking, and maybe if I do that, I'll get a chance to say goodbye to my kids or, you know, whatever that last thing that he didn't have a chance to do. Hmm. I really think it's, it's because of unfinished business. There's something that that they needed to.
1: A traumatic, sudden death. Maybe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and then I think, you know, if you have evil spirits, um, you know, maybe it's uh, you know, maybe they actually had made it to where they uh, maybe turned evil, I guess, and they liked it and they wanted to torment. Maybe they're tormented when they were alive and they just want, now want to torment everybody else. I don't know.
1: You get bored. Pick yeah,
0: why ears. not? it fun. be a little fun. Get a laugh out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There,
2: there's so many people that You know, are having more and more and more ghost encounters. I think out there, and you know, even myself, I feel like I have some some kind of something kind of weird at my home. I always feel strange uh, in certain areas of my home that are kind of um, quiet, dark, and you know, unattended. So, um, who knows? Well, uh,
1: well, I'll tell you, I'm uh, I do IT at my day job, and uh, the when I go into some of our plants when the lights are off, that's creepy.
0: And you know, everybody's had that feeling of um, you know, maybe in your basement and you're walking upstairs and it's dark, or somewhere where it's dark mm-hmm. and you you get that feeling that something is behind you. Something right. is is chasing you, or and you know, you're all by yourself and you're like you're running up like a little schoolgirl, you know, almost screaming trying to get away from it. But you have that feeling, you know, you're like something is there. And and sometimes the feeling that it's it's uh it's so it's okay thing. Sometimes you are like, no, this isn't okay. I need to get out of here.
2: Yeah, I've had that feeling before yep. too. I've Had that
1: feeling many times. Eh?
0: I had uh, I watched this uh, series. That I think it was on the History Channel. Maybe I am not sure where it was. Is it was called um, just God. Uh, it was Morgan Freeman had, uh, oh, yeah. and it was uh, you know multiple series. And you know they, they he touched. He went all over the world and and touched on all different aspects of of religion and every part of it, it wasn't just Christianity it was everything. And even down to like, like Satanism and stuff like that. And uh, on that episode, I remember watching it at night and I think, uh, you know, everybody else was in bed because it was late and they did this, this part where there was a, a seance and um, I remember watching that and just getting that feeling like something that, that was on that TV, like opened something up and something came into my living room. It just and it, that lasted about three days where you just had that feeling all the time, but only when it was dark. You know, yeah, was, I watched that, that. I watched
1: that show. That was
0: good. Yes, agree. If you haven't seen it, I, I, I recommend it. It's fantastic series. Mm-hmm. Fantastic.
2: I haven't seen yeah. it, I don't think. Maybe parts of it, but I haven't seen the whole thing. I'll have to I'll have
0: to check it out. I'm
1: sure you can find it somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. We kinda had a theory about all this. I you know how people are more mm-hmm. sensitive than others. Mm-hmm. Um did you ever have any Trauma in your life when you were younger? Or did you have uh, were you around a lot of death?
0: Not that I know I mean, of. Um, you know, they say right. even if you have like uh, PTSD, you don't remember a lot of it or anything. Right. But I, I probably I, I don't think so. I don't remember ever being around death.
1: We've talked to some other people that were who were very sensitive to the paranormal. And they've had, you know, near death experiences, or loved ones have died, you know, in their arms, or whatever—just traumatic. No,
0: you know,
1: something to connect it to the other side.
0: Nothing quite like that. Um, yeah, nothing I can think of.
1: Well, maybe you're just one of the lucky ones that's super sensitive.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Well, I wouldn't call it lucky. It's kind of a, a nuisance sometimes. Could be. Could be
1: a gift.
2: And when Brian says sensitive, he doesn't mean sensitive in the term that the person's meek to it. It just means that he's more right. open to it. Uh, right. Entities and, and paranormal things tend to be more attracted to those kind of people.
0: Right. Yeah. And I would describe it as energy. You know, you can mm-hmm. feel energy and they talk about, you know, auras, you know, so people say they can see auras, yeah. uh, which is like the energy field around you and and different colors represent different things. And, you know, that's the same way with energy. I can feel like negative energy. I can feel positive energy. Um, I can feel when somebody is um, have sluggish energy, I guess you'd say. I mean, yes. Yeah.
1: And that's kind of yeah. what I'm talking about. And that's why, I mean, obviously, if you can feel that, a ghost is going to feel that or yeah. a spirit or something. He's going to feel that mm-hmm. and come to you. Great. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Through a Ouija board. Yeah.
1: Yeah. or anything. So what's your thought
2: about possession possessions being possessed by spirits, demons, ghosts, what have you? Uh,
0: I don't know. I I, I believe it's probably, it's very possible. I don't see how it, it couldn't be possible. Um, I don't know if I have a real strong opinion. I don't have a whole lot of experience with that other than what I've seen on TV. Uh, but but I believe that I mean it's a thing and it's possible and you know I, I believe in you know, exor- exorcisms um, mm-hmm. yeah, I believe if you, you know, if you have a house where you feel it's it's haunted you should get a you know a priest or something in there to you know bless the house or you know do a um, do something to to clear it of all that bad stuff I' believe it's possible that you know the spirits could be strong enough too that you know that they could actually take over a person's body and maybe to help. um, You know, if they've got that unfinished business and they think that, okay, if I can go through this person Uh, there was a movie a long time ago, it was called touch. If you've ever seen that I think Denzel Washington was in it and there was this evil, evil spirit that um, it basically jumped from body to body through touch. So once it got in this, this, um, this first person's body, you know, it'd walk around um, and it would just touch somebody else and it would jump from person to person. Like you'd never kill the spirit um, because it was always jumping from person to person, which is crazy. I I believe in that, too. It's possible.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: So back to Ouija boards. Why do you think they haven't created a, a better Ouija board or a more <laughs> up to date Ouija board? Do you think it's because... <laughs>
0: Uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's
2: what I'm just saying. Because <laughs> it, it works so damn well, they don't need to yeah. or what?
0: Yeah, yeah it's weird. You know, I'm wondering, is there even like a like a Ouija board app?
1: Oh, yes, I think there is.
0: I, yeah. I've, I
1: don't know. I got to look. Look, <laughs> Ryan.
0: Uh, you, you talk about getting a technology. That's probably why they haven't changed it because now they have an app. Right? Man, we're going to get yeah. so
2: many people in trouble listening to this. <laughs> <I'm not kidding. laughs>
0: you know, and I really it's wonder cool. with the Ouija board, what what is it with that? Because really, you know, it's just a board with letters and you know a couple words on it. And I don't understand why why it works, but it does. Yeah,
2: I've heard that. I, I've never heard someone say it's a piece of crap. It doesn't work. It's fake. It's BS. Everyone that I've heard that's used it feel like it's there's something to it. Is that the, is that the yeah, app? That. It's there's a Ouija Spirit board
1: and witch board simulator. Oh my oh gosh.
2: Boy. <laughs>
0: I not guess phone's gonna be possessed. I guess I am not downloading it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hopefully, our listeners don't either, but I know somebody probably will. So unbelievable. We'll see what happens with that, but yeah, board. I don't understand. There's a bunch
1: it. of them. There's there's um, a bunch of them.
2: Just an old wooden board and some some numbers and letters and
0: yeah, I'd like to do a little research and see what you know the history of the Ouija board, you know, where it originated and what's what's the story behind it. I'm not sure,
2: but I think. Correct me if I'm wrong if you find this out. I think it was a way that a guy back in the day wanted to communicate with his dead wife. And he he created this to be able to contact her. Something Someone was wanting to contact a dead relative or a dead uh, husband or wife, I think. And they created this to do it or something like that. I'm probably full of BS. But I think I I heard that at some point. But I don't know.
1: It's amazing how many apps there are. (laughs) There's
2: an app for everything
1: right? Yeah, we guess. need an
2: app. We need a cryptic creatures app.
1: We do. Yeah, That would be do. awesome.
2: It's a go-to app or for the website when that comes out. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So Brian, what else is going on with you these days? Are you, are you running anything weird? Are you going to plan on going back to that building that you had saw the other entity at? And what's your thoughts on all that?
0: Yeah. You know, I would love to, um, go back and hang out there. Um, the crazy thing is this, 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 building has been added on twice in that area. So it's gotten, it's expanded. So it's longer. So I'd be curious to see if that would still, um, you know, show up in the same area, but that, that part of the mezzanine is still there. So the big catwalk, um, that he used to walk on is not there anymore. Mm. But the areas where the, you know, the boxes were flying and, um, the girl kept getting her shoulder tapped um, those areas are still there. Um, you know, I, I know the guy that, uh, pretty well that, that works there. And I asked him every once in a while, have you, uh, ever, um, seen or heard anything? He says, no. Um, you know, it's kind of funny. So we we actually started this, uh, there's a, another one of our buddies who is, um, really, really skittish. And, uh, we told him about this and, uh, he refused to go out into this building and we would always try to trick him and try to get him to come out there. And then when we, we get him out there, we would like hide around the corner and scare him. And, um, it led to me creating this YouTube channel. It was called time to scare Charlie. And <laughs> so I've been scaring him for years, but it all stemmed from this ghost and in this building.
2: Okay. We'll have to yeah. check that out. Uh, time check to it. scare Charlie on YouTube. Time to scare
0: Charlie. Yeah.
1: Get our listeners to check that out too.
0: It's just a a montage of a bunch of time to scare Charlie videos over the years. Okay. That'll be popular.
1: We'll get you some downloads. All
0: right. That's right. But yeah, I would love to go back there. And, and, you know, we, we had researched a little bit um, as far as, you know, cameras and and is there anything we could do that, uh, you know, set things up. So like throughout the night, uh, maybe catch something there but a lot of it was like equipment that was way more expensive than we were willing to to uh, spend unfortunately.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: but if anybody's got any ideas of, of something um i'd love to go in there and try to catch this guy or you know talk yeah, to him that'd be something. that'd be fun yeah because i don't um. think he's, um he's not angry or mean you know, he's like you say, probably an old farmer, and he's just just a good good guy. Right. So you never heard anybody. You know,
1: again talking about apps, <laughs> there's <laughs> an app for that too. There's a yeah. you know, there's yeah, there's a what do they call the ghost box or whatever they're called with the you know the radio that picks up the frequencies. Oh, so you can like hear if there's somebody there talking, and you say, hey, is there somebody here? And they answer back. You can pick it up. Oh, you can no get that kidding. on your cell phone.
0: Wow, yeah. I'll look into that and. uh yeah, maybe I'll make some trips out there late at yeah, night. I think it's called Ghost Box. Ghost. I'll look that up.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Check it out and see what see what you can come up with. I was going to ask you earlier. Did you feel threatened by this thing? But apparently you you didn't feel threatened by this.
0: Nope. Never. Like I said, because you know when I was in my office, you know, even real late at night and all by myself, nothing. Hmm. But even when I was out in the plant, I never um, never felt threatened ever. I felt like something was there, but never, ever threatened.
1: Well, that's good, I guess.
0: Yeah. Otherwise, I would be like that one guy and probably (laughs) try and scream and say, I'm never working here ever again.
2: (laughs) Well, if I would have got tapped on the shoulder, that would have taken one time for me and no one else being up there. I I probably wouldn't have went back in the building, let alone up up
0: there.
1: No kidding. That girl must have had nerves of steel.
0: Yeah. I I don't know what her deal was unless she thought it was just coincidence, but she always had headphones on too. So she was never Mm -hmm. really paying attention to what was have anything around there. So she may have thought somebody was messing with her all the time, but could be. Yeah. she, I had heard that. Yeah. I, I know what that is. You know, that's just the guy I don't And you know, a lot of times people will, will name their ghost. Uh, I don't think we ever had a name for him. Maybe Abe or something. I don't
1: <laughs> look it up and start researching that. You might find his name.
2: Yeah. What era do you think he was in like 1850s, 1840s, that kind of era kind of thing. Is yeah. you describe him as his dress.
0: Yeah. If not even maybe, Oh, if he had that kind of hat on. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm truly honest when I say that it was like Abe Lincoln. That's what he looked like.
2: The giveaway code is Bigfoot 22.
0: Maybe it was Abe Lincoln.
1: So what, mid to late 1800s, early 1900s, <laughs> somewhere around there.
0: Probably early 1800s, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. You'd be curious, too, to see the uh, old farmers back then when they did their chores. Did they have a what do they call that stovepipe? Pipe. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: yeah,
0: that's. I just started thinking about that. Um, I don't know if he'd wear that to go to do his chores. Maybe he was walking to the neighbors, or
1: maybe he's going to, to church something. or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, because he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't dressed up in like work clothes. It was maybe Sunday clothes. Huh. Mm. Well, now I think about, it. I should have documented what days it was. Maybe it was like Mondays, and he was coming back from church on Sunday.
1: Well, maybe
0: I don't know. I guess I messed that one up. <laughs> well, I tell you what though I've heard that's the kind
1: of stuff you don't think of at the time, you know,
2: yeah, I've heard stories of guys out in the woods hunting. in fact, I saw this on one of the t v documentaries. There's a guy out in the woods hunting uh and he sees a revolutionary war soldier staring at him from around a tree, but it's not. A normal look. It's like a zombie looking, rotted, deteriorated, ugly looking creature, nasty. Mm. But he had like, uh, you know, uh, Revolutionary War, um, uniform on. Wow. Um, And the thing just kind of hung around down there and then boom, it was gone. So it's like, you know, out in the middle of nowhere. And then they got lost. They, they, they knew these woods like the back of their hand. Him and his buddy coming in and out of there. No problem hunted there for a long time. They got lost in there for like three hours after that, just kept circling around, could not get their way out of there. Total, total (laughs) disarrayment. Wow. So, yeah, these things can pop up anywhere and look like Abe Lincoln to a revolutionary soldier. Uh, Why they are these eras or what people are seeing that? I don't know. I mean, obviously they are entities from that era, I'm guessing, but I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, Yeah, you know, You ever seen that movie? Uh, I am not can't remember what uh, Sixth Sense I think it's called. You know, where that kid says, "I see dead oh, people." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think you know sometimes there, there's things that happen, and I wonder, you know, am I dead and just don't realize it? You know, are are we all mm-hmm. dead? Or are we just walking around in this dream? You know, or or are we alive? Or you know, what what is reality? And I think maybe some of these spirits may not know if they're really dead and think that they're still walking around. People can see them, and they're talking to them. And, um, and if they get people to talk back, then they really think they're alive.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. Or like Bruce ready.
1: Willis. He didn't know he was dead. Right. In that movie. <laughs> exactly. He's still going to work.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brian, you got anything else that you want
0: no, I was just gotta say I, you know, I love you, your podcast and um, you know, all the the great people that talk about the the Bigfoot encounters and um, I would love, which I say that now a lot of people say you know once you see it right. uh, well, you probably want to see otherwise. But you want to talk about and I love I'm almost like a thrill junkie. You know, I, I the thrill of that. You imagine the adrenaline pumping through your body. <sighs> that yeah. would be amazing.
1: Yeah, that would be. One of these days, hopefully.
0: Yep.
2: Well, man, we appreciate you coming on and,
1: and
0: talking
2: to us tonight. Some
1: good stories. I like All that.
0: All right. And thank uh, you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, we love a good ghost story. And, and thank
1: it. you for listening. Definitely I appreciate that too.
0: All right. Yeah, I love it. And uh, yeah, I, just, I can't wait. You know, every week, every Sunday for a new episode. Awesome. It's awesome. Just fantastic for uh, long drives. So <laughs> yeah, listen to them one right after the other. Yeah. All I'm right, good.
2: man. That's always
1: good to hear.
0: Thank yeah. you yeah thank you yeah
2: if you hear us see anything else or get back to that building and something happens let us know
0: absolutely i'll report back
1: cool yeah especially if you research that guy i want to know some more about that
0: absolutely yeah okay. I'll, I'll do that
2: all right all man right. you take care right. then
1: again, thank you
2: thanks see you bye you're listening to the cryptid creatures podcast with todd and brian if you've had an encounter and want to be on the show Email us at info at cryptidcreatures.co or leave a message at 888
1: 5 Dogman.
2: My hair is standing up on my arms like yours did there.
1: I did. Yeah, I got the. the I goosebumps. got some. Yeah. My hair stood straight up. I love that stuff.
2: I don't know what it is, but talking about getting that feeling of someone behind you, I get that a lot. You know, sometimes in dark areas, what is it about mm-hmm. that? You know, is something uh-huh. really there? Is it just our imagination?
1: See, that's that's the question that nobody can answer. Is it really there or is it all in your
2: mind? Right.
1: You know, you never know.
2: I'm glad we brought him on and, and talked to him. And uh, if he gets out there, gosh, I hope he sees yeah, something. Yeah, me too.
1: I hope he, I hope he researches that, that area. Maybe um,
2: get something on camera, video of something eventually someday. If the guy's still oh, hanging yeah. around there. Mm -hmm. Um, so we'll see what happens with that
1: yeah we'll definitely have to follow up on that one
2: alright we gotta get out of here Brian I thank you again
1: right on always fun man
2: alright you take care my friend until next time
1: see ya